Hey everybody, it's Katie, and I just wanted to give you a heads up on the upcoming segment and episode. I interviewed Lenora Edwards from BetterSpeech.com, and I just wanted to give you a heads up that I had some finicky things with the recording, so you will be able to hear the beginning of our conversation that I was unable to edit out. Sorry, lower your expectations. <laughs> okay, enjoy. Here we go. All right, now I can hear you nice and loud again. That was so weird. I'm sorry. I'm glad it's all fixed now. Me too. Okay, so I'll just give it an opening and cut this all this part out. <laughs> okay. 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 Hi, everybody. Welcome. You're listening to How to Talk to Your Kids and What to Expect. I'm Katie, and joining me today is Lenora Edwards, Chief Knowledge Officer of Better Speech. Hi, Lenora. Hi, Katrina. How are you? Perfect. I'm super happy that you're here. I'm so excited to spend time with you. I know we talked a little bit before we before this official recording, so I'm really glad that we finally get to do this. Totally. Mm-hmm. So before I go off on a tangent about how obsessed I am with this website, I'm going to let you open it and explain exactly what betterspeech.com is. Absolutely. So we are an online speech therapy company. And we provide speech therapy services throughout the entire U.S. So we are in every state and we are also internationally based. And the reason that we are all that we're able to provide therapy services throughout the states is because as a clinician, I am what they refer to as ASHA board certified, which means I have gone to uh, a school with a accredited program. And then I passed my boards and I am now licensed by the American Speech Language Hearing Association. That being said, once I get my license through ASHA, I then go to a state and I say I would like to be licensed in this state. So I live in one state, but I'm actually licensed in five. And because of this, we are able to provide therapy services throughout the entire U.S. because we are licensed in multiple states. So we're over 150 speech language pathologists strong. And we have been online since long before the pandemic. Yes, I actually saw that also all of the speech therapists had 10 or more years experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. So I actually, I graduated in 2009 and I got what we refer to as your C's. And it's a certificate of clinical competence. And that is indicating that you passed your clinical fellowship year. So we have this beautiful year. Once we graduate from our programs, we are supervised by a speech language pathologist in the field. And it's a, there's a lot of support, a lot of handholding because it can feel very overwhelming when you come right out of school. So once we pass that clinical fellowship year, then we get our C's. And I graduated in 2009, like I said. And so I have had the opportunity to work in many, many, many different areas. So I've worked in the NICU and the PICU, and the adult intensive care unit, and inpatient and outpatient units, and skilled nursing settings, and school settings. So we all have a very long history of being a licensed speech-language pathologist. I really, really love that, too. I do love that, because as a mom of so many kids, I have showed up before, and it's like a person who barely knows what's going on, and they just kind of threw them a clipboard, and they were like, here you go. (laughs) Have fun. (laughs) Bye. Tough on that person too. So we're very, very proud that we're able to have such a field that offers that the clinical fellowship year is absolutely incredible because I, even coming out of school, I remember being like, uh, and having that 
a bit of uncertainty because you you had supervisors the entire time. So the fact that you get a speech language pathologist to supervise you is truly, truly, truly an amazing thing about our field. And we absolutely love it. So Lenora, tell me, so, cause I honestly, um, when you first reached out to me, I was like, oh, speech therapy. I don't know much about it. Cause we did physical therapy, mm-hmm. um, and went that route with my son. But now that I've been on your website, I see that mm-hmm. literally everyone can benefit. So tell me who can benefit from speech therapy, because honestly, I had no idea it was so many. Mm-hmm. So our title, when we, when you, we greet you, we greet you, we say, oh, we're the speech language pathologist. And, um, a decent amount of time you'll hear, well, there's nothing wrong with my speech. And what they're talking about is that they're talking about the clarity of their speech, that they are intelligible and that they are very, very capable of communicating. And that is likely true. However, there are so many other things that we do in our field. Now, when it comes to um, speech therapy, I often say speech language pathologists work from the neck and up. And the reason we work from the neck and up is because we have a great deal of knowledge based on the areas of the mouth, the lips, the tongue. So what we call our, our articulators or oral motor skills. We also see people for swallowing. And that's how we are often in the NICU on a feeding team to help support newborns that they are able to effectively secure and latch on to a pacifier or nipple and to safely consume nutrition. And when babies are born early, or if they're having difficulty breathing, eating, obtaining nutrition, oral motor work can be very, very taxing. So we work with them to help build their endurance and their strength. And then we also see them for their ability to, to safely chew food. You know, uh, we, we are born with the ability to, to swallow. That's a reflex. But the ability to chew is a skill and a skill is one that has to be worked on. And some little ones have difficulty chewing food right and left and going back and forth and making that bolus. So we see them for those types of things. And then we also work with adults and up on their ability to safely consume nutrition. Unfortunately, one of the glorious things that happen as we age is that our body may not maintain the strength that it once did. So we do work with people who experience neurological difficulties like strokes or Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and we work with them on their ability to safely consume nutrition. So that's that swallowing component. When it comes to speech, we work on we work with people on improving their fluency, on their voice, on their intelligibility of how to use the sounds. When it comes to language, language is actually two parts. We have the ability to understand language and we have the ability to express language. So understanding language such as following directions or being asked a question. When you're asked information, you hear the information or you understand the information and your brain has to sort through that information and then effectively express in a way that's right for you what that response would be to that question. Then we also work with individuals on cognitive skills such as memory, um, abstract reasoning, sequencing, whether it be following a recipe or filling out your checkbook or um, calling a loved one on the phone and being able to maintain that conversation. So we really do work from the neck and up and it really comes down to our ability to communicate and our ability to attend to task and our attention and cognitive skills. 
you just reminded me when you were talking about chewing, I, I totally forgot this. You just uh, loosened it from my mind. Mm -hmm. Magnus did have someone come and he, they did talk about chewing. Um, and I had to buy there's So there's these wonderful things you can buy for them to chew on mm -hmm. specifically. Um, so I, I don't know why I forgot that. Totally. We mm -hmm. did have help. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Cause he was having trouble chewing and swallowing at a, mm -hmm. at a very, very, very young age. Um, so cool. I didn't even know I had benefited. <laughs> nice. <There you> go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I cannot talk about this website enough. I kind of, full disclosure, when you sent it to me the first time, kind of skimmed it. Um, and now that I've really been digging into it, I am so impressed by all of the information that you guys have. And there's knowledge mm -hmm. and free resources on this website. Yeah. Um and so I'm going to read to you. We just kind of went over who you help, which was fantastic because you're a queen. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to read a list that is posted at the bottom of the website. Mm -hmm. But I just want to tell the listeners that I only clicked on three tabs when I was checking out this website. Mm -hmm. um, and they were just the three that applied to what, what, what I think applies to the, to the podcast. And it was child, toddler speech, early childhood development, and reading. So that's what we're going to go over today. But I'm going to go ahead and read the list that's at the bottom because there's things on it that I had to Google because I mm -hmm. didn't hear what it was. Okay. So if you hear this, it could apply to you and you can get some help from mm -hmm. better speech. All mm -hmm. right. Child toddler speech disorders, adult speech disorders, language disorder, delay, early childhood development, speech sound disorders, stuttering and fluency, autism spectrum disorder, reading readiness, accent modification, speech delay, lisp, apraxia, social skills, dysarthria did i say that correctly dysarthria dysarthria yep. dementia voice disorders aphasia i'm assuming mm -hmm. post-stroke and parkinson's disease um which you went over which is so awesome because i totally forget that this is also for adults and that it can really really help you um mm -hmm. i was already kind of playing with the idea of like a like business wise you could help your speech you could help your performance by paying attention to how how you speak and how you elaborate things myself mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. so um is is there anything there you'd like to add um from that list before i go on to the child speech disorder tab no thank you for reading that i greatly appreciate it we're very proud of the website it's got so much information on it and also we have a phenomenal platform that we engage with when we have little clients, but also when we have bigger clients, because it is a game-based platform. So we help people remain engaged, but also we make learning a lot of fun, which is so important. I'm so glad you said that. So that was one of the questions that I had written down for you. Was uh, on now I'm getting off track, but there was a beautiful goal oriented map on the website of like, this is how we're going to do it. And it mm -hmm. said like pra unlimited practices in between mm -hmm. meetings. And so I think that's what you just hit on. And so, so can you elaborate more? Is that that's for like a certain age range of kids or is that for everyone? Or is it like an interactive website? Absolutely. I can definitely elaborate. And it's actually an interactive website. So you can, there's tons of games. And as the clinician, I can also send you the things to work on. So if let's say we're working on your L sound, so I can tailor my, my things that I, the games that I sent to you specifically with the L sound or the L sound awesome. as we often refer to it. And the great thing is, is that because yes, there are little kid games, but there's also really, really engaging games for 
older people, whether they be 13 years old or 55 years old, it doesn't matter, but they're just really another way to keep you engaged on what you're doing and to help keep you focused on your goal. So rather than thinking, how am I going to incorporate this into my day? We already did that for you. We took the guesswork out of it. I'm so, I guess I'm so into this also because I saw that during the meetings, so this is between meetings, but during the meetings, um, I saw on the website that it is mostly geared toward educating parents, <clears throat> excuse mm-hmm. me, parents. Absolutely. And as a parent who has been educated through something like this, I can say that that genuinely gave me a lot of power and um, self-esteem and a lot of the tools that I needed to, to take parenting head on because it's very, very overwhelming. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so we did like we did a physical therapy, as, as I keep saying, but that team and that help and that knowledge and that um, judgment less kind mm-hmm. of environment. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not a word. <laughs> hey, totally is. You're fine. <laughs> but, but that format can be a game changer. I speak your language, um, Katrina. Don't worry. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but that kind of information can really be a game changer. And I think that's actually where the power is, is talking to the parents instead of trying to engage the kids all the time. It's like, hey, if you do this and incorporate it into your everyday life, this could be amazing and it could really work. Uh, it, Definitely. And it makes me feel that way. Especially because with, uh, when the pandemic hit, so we little ones were going into clinics still to some extent, and they were still with a mask and a shield. And what was also happening was they, the child was being separated from the parent, which understandably had to happen. Same thing in school. You're not having that continuity of care. The child is at school. The parent is likely at work. And that can be really difficult, especially as the clinician wanting the family to implement techniques and tools and to, to really have an understanding of what we're doing in therapy is truly, truly important because as a clinician, we want what's best for you. We want to help. We so want to help and we so want to share information with you. Unfortunately, in some circumstances, when parent and child are separated or if child is in school or whatever the case may be, the parent or the guardian is missing out on specific information. And that can be really frustrating as the parent of a guardian because they're also trying to do their best and they want what's best for their child or their loved one, whatever the case may be. So with better speech, the fact that we are online, we are right there in the place that you are most comfortable. We are right there in your home with you and we are extremely comfortable being online, but we're also there on your schedule. As we're there in your home, on your schedule, we also have the opportunity to show you what we're doing in therapy and to also tell you how you may be able to implement this throughout your day. Another massive bonus is that you actually get the opportunity to record the session if you would like. So that way you have even more carryover and you can see what the session was like. If you forgot something that was said, you can always rewind or you can even share it with the other people that are a part of your child's life. So when grandma and grandpa come over and they're trying to also help support your child, they have that opportunity because the recording is there. They can watch the recording. They can pick up the pieces that they they are missing that they don't know on how to better help. And that way they get to see 
their, their loved one participating in the therapy session. And then it also makes much more sense to them. So it goes from 30 minutes to 60 minutes with a professional to complete around the clock continuity of care of what we're doing and how we're doing it. And when those moments, when we're with that child and that family, the child understands at a truly deep level or even the loved one, whether it may be a loved one with dementia or somebody else wanting to to have therapy services, but they truly understand that they are seen, they are heard, and they are loved, and that people are showing up for them, for their highest good. And that is truly important. When that cohesiveness comes together, the little one makes gains so quickly. That loved one makes gains so quickly because of all of these factors in play. Yeah, I'm over here with my mouth open, nerding out. Yes, and yes, and my um, in my particular case during COVID was when Magnus needed all of this service. So the ladies actually were able to show my other children who happened to be home, and then it became a team effort. Um, and so I am just nerding out over that's gold. Mm-hmm. To and mm-hmm. I I'm I'm terrible at explaining things that I understand to everyone else, and so to be able to to show the video that's that's invaluable. Honestly, that's amazing. I I'm so nerding mm-hmm. out. I love it. I'm so happy you're happy. That's awesome. <laughs> It's uh, very rare for me to be able to find something that I genuinely think will help people. Um, and I'm so happy to I'm so happy to share it with everyone. I'm literally every time you talk, I think of another person. I need to send the link. I'm like, yes, Aww, that's awesome. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm going to skip around just a second because yeah. I want to talk about the early childhood development. Um, well, we can probably move on anyway, but um because you said implement it in the everyday life and it becomes easier and easier. And that made me think of under the early childhood development there mm-hmm. on that page, if you click it, it will open up and then down kind of towards the bottom is a link for a uh, calendar that you can mm-hmm. print out that has activities mm-hmm. um, for speech for every single day. Um, and I'm going to pull it up right now. And so like on the first one, for example, on Monday, the first, it says, look up at the sky, find the bird, talk about mm-hmm. flying. Um, so we got some of these from the infants and toddlers program that we were in. And I, these are just invaluable to me, especially because I get distracted and feel like I'm not doing enough, or maybe I forgot to do that one thing. But if I can theme the day, like Sesame oh, Street yeah. style, and so like, okay, well, all, Monday, all I have to do is remember that we're talking about up and flying. That's mm-hmm. it. Okay, fine. So then no matter where I am for the whole day, that's super easy to be like, oh, what's in the sky? <laughs> oh, wow. Do you see any clouds? Look up. Um, you know, and then you really, really, really feel like you've done something and you really mm-hmm. feel like you've given the support, but it didn't take a lot. And so I cannot recommend these calendars enough and this website. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I'm so glad. And it's truly important because sometimes, especially when you are a new parent and you don't know what to expect and you might not have a lot of friends that necessarily have the same child, that have a child the same age as you, that's Okay. The fact that there's resources out there, the fact that you you found this on the website is phenomenal. I'm so glad because it can easily be missed, unfortunately, because people are just looking for other things. I absolutely love that it's on here because 
There is so much information out there and we truly want you to feel empowered and to have direction in what to do because nobody, your, your loved one, your baby doesn't come with a manual, unfortunately. And even the, the best manuals out there, there's still information that is missing from them. So to really best, allow yourself yeah. to do the best that you can with the tools and the knowledge that you have, and then to keep seeking more information because that is potential power when you get to actually apply it and say, oh, okay, great. Here is this great schedule and I can follow this. Da, 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 da. Now you have power in action and that's a great thing. It feels great. And then at the end of the day, you really feel like you did do your best mm -hmm. and it's, it's wonderful. And you feel like you did right by your kids because you, and it's as easy as, like I said, theming the day. And so that kind of stuff is just... Oh, it's I so great. Theming the day. I love it. Um, <laughs> I stole it from Sesame Street. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so uh, in this giving knowledge and giving power and things, I, um, I want to just say that, yes, and that as a mother who's kind of a nerd for everything. Um, Lovely. I've read so many books and so much information. Mm -hmm. And even when I'm bored, I find myself looking through parenting articles or psychology today or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, and not a lot of that information is correct. And so we kind of just keep grabbing all of it and we just keep all reading it, but it is so refreshing to find a website that has the correct information. And so back to the early childhood development, um, there is, information on there. Oops, I'm sorry. That was the uh, child and toddler speech disorders. On that page, parents can find age-appropriate tables, um, which mm -hmm. has already proven itself helpful, and I've already sent it to a friend who had a question. And so... Aww. If you are not, if you are one of those people that has never been around children and you have no idea where to look, I can tell you that I've looked at this information now and this is, this is from the horse's mouth. This is great information. This is exactly mm -hmm. what you'd want to check and look at, right? When you're looking, looking for a good, um, see a source of information, you don't want to, you know, tic tac videos are great, but <laughs> sometimes mm -hmm. you need to ask the experts what Definitely. exactly but what exactly the guidelines are, and they are very, they were super easy for me to find on the I'm Better so Speech glad. website. I'm so glad. I love that. And I, I agree. You know, TikToks are, are great. And the information out there, people are, I, I like to think that people are putting out the best that they can. When it comes to, I don't know if you've ever rolled over in the middle of the night, Katrina, and had questions about your child. Oh, yeah. I have absolutely rolled over in the middle of the night and had questions about my loved one. Now, that being said, we are not a 24-hour service, but <laughs> we are available the very next day. And the reason I'm pointing that out is if, if there is someone out there listening and you have questions about your child's language development or their speech skills or whatever the case may be, or your loved one, if they're experiencing dementia and you're not sure what the signs are, with better speech, you can simply go online to our website, betterspeech.com, and a little bubble will appear and it'll say free consultation. We offer a complimentary consultation so that you can speak with a professional, with a board certified licensed professional when it comes to speech and language services. And the reason that's so important, because in the event that you call a clinic, or let's say you call early intervention, you go, okay, great. I'll put you on the schedule for six months from now. Six months from now is a very long time time. 
developmentally when, speaking for sure incredibly, yes especially yes. when it's your child especially in those early years yes there is so much going on in development that you quite honestly don't have the luxury of waiting six months to be able to to provide answers to people and to help guide them whether it may be okay, yes, absolutely. You know, you may benefit from a speech therapy session and we'll get a better idea of what's going on or just here are some ideas and here's what to do next. Absolutely vital, 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 mm -hmm. vital. So if you have questions or if anybody listening ever has questions, please feel free to reach out to us and take advantage of the complimentary consultation that we are more than happy to offer you because it's one thing to know about it. It's completely different once you activate it and activate that knowledge that says, oh, I can actually speak with somebody. This is great. I think, yes. And I think it's invaluable um, as a mother who had a child with special needs there for a little while and we didn't really understand what was going on. I did have that, uh, oh, we can see you in six months problem mm -hmm. um, when he was six months old. Um, and so you can imagine that the gap from six months to one would be massive. That, that's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. Um, and so it's invaluable too to be able to speak with someone who knows that that's stressful. It's it's important to mm -hmm. like put that anxiety out for yourself. So if, like you said, if you can talk to an expert quickly, it makes you feel so calm and like you said, empowered and really can just squash a lot of that serious anxiety. Uh, for me, that was baby number five. So I was lucky mm -hmm. that I was like, well, it's going to work out no matter what. But if that was my baby number one, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't even imagine the anxiety and stress would have been 50 fold. So I, I do, I think that having that free consult is just fantastic and should definitely be your first step. And it can really, 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 really help to talk to someone who understands. Yeah, definitely. I could not agree more with you, especially because that those questions that come up and especially if you ra rabbit hole down Google, Oh, it can man. be really overwhelming and it can be really, really scary. So it's terrifying. Yes. It, yes. It can be terrifying. So that's why it's yes. truly important to actually speak with somebody and to to have a conversation. Because if you have questions, going down a Google rabbit hole is not always in your best interest. It might be helpful. Hopefully it'll lead you to betterspeech.com and you can actually talk right? to somebody. <laughs> but just in case it doesn't. It, it's good to have a conversation to have direction on what to do next. Yeah, you can just skip Googling. Did you hear that, guys? Just skip Googling it mm -hmm. and put betterspeech.com mm -hmm. in your Google, and there's your answers. There you mm -hmm. go. Go right there. Start. Mm -hmm. um, I know that when I Googled Magnus's condition, there was like two weeks of crying before I got to speak to um, an, anyone. <laughs> anyone. <laughs> It's very scary and it's very, very frustrating also because you're the one that's there and you want to do what's best. And now you're, you're trying to do what's best, but now your own brain is coming up with 45,000 other questions on top of it. And you're trying to take care of yourself and your family and your newborn. It's a lot going on. It's a lot. Yes, ma'am. It is a lot. Um, speaking of a lot, I'm going to go back to early childhood development and I'm going to click on this tab because I want to talk about, I have a friend of mine who is currently dealing with um, snack time fights. There's, there's mm -hmm. always a nice, uh, children sometimes feel like food is the enemy. I don't know why they choose to do that, mm -hmm. but they do. Um, 
don't know why. If it's a comfort, it's very normal. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what I tell her. It's normal. But um, there are some tips that I found, like I said, immediately on this website. Um, and the tips I want to talk about today are using choice questions. Mm-hmm. Um, this is so helpful. This is something that I decided to change to do when I um, <laughs> was taught it by a professional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, number two, use of repetition. So let's go over um, what choice questions are. Do you want to do that? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. So when it comes to choices, especially in, and I'm going to go down really, really simple. So children want simple as in two choices. Um, what children want to have a say that it's yes. very normal for them to want to have power and to want to make decisions for themselves. It's very human. It's a very good thing. When that happens, you might get into a little bit of a battle because you're mm-hmm. like, okay, it's time to eat. And they're going, no, when that happens, it's okay. What you want to do is absolutely as much as you can manage your own emotions and to not become so frustrated by it. Allow yourself to calm down. When you can calm down, your child will have an easier time calming down. So that's first thing. When it comes to a choice, allow your child to make a choice. Now, this can be as simple as, do you want this yellow cup or this yellow cup? Do you want this fork or this fork? Either way, they're going to get a fork. Either way, they're going to get a napkin. Either way, they're going to, do you want to sit in this chair or this chair? Either way, they're going to get a chair or a cup. And you know, it doesn't matter where they sit at the table. You know, it doesn't matter which yellow cup they choose. But to them, they're going, ah, I get to make a decision. And they get It's everything. Yes. Yes. Do you want to put your right arm through the sleeve first or your left arm through the sleeve first? Do you want to hold your teddy bear in your right arm or your left arm? Like just simple, simple things. And when you're doing that, you're offering them the opportunity to speak, which is great. You're offering them the opportunity to choose. You're offering the opportunity to have power and to have control over what they want. The more you can do that, that's a good thing because your little one's going to understand, I'm heard. And that's important for them. It's important for them to build that. Also, especially because as guardians and parents, we're telling children all day long what to do, where to go, how to act, who to behave, da, 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 da. Absolutely. all these thousands yeah. of things. And they're constantly getting bombarded with information about what to do. But then when they get the opportunity to make the choices that they want or to say what they want, that's a great thing. And we truly, truly want to support that. So those are the choices of very simple things that we can start at. Now, when it comes to eating, depending on where you are, do we want to have, you know, are we are we going to have a banana today or are we going to have an apple? That's a different story. You can still give them choices that you're 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 surely going to offer them that opportunity, and that's a great thing. Want your goal is to minimize the stress over the situation. So, if you're going, you need to have the apple. That's going to cause more stress. Do you want to have this apple slice first or this apple slice? Do you want to have it in this dish or this dish? Either way, you're going to get them to the apple. And that's a good thing. So you keeping it at two choices for your little ones, your really little ones is really helpful. 
as they get older, they're going to start to have more emotional control and they're going to understand, okay, I have to eat the sandwich or I'm not going to eat. That's a different story. And we've graduated beyond that binary choice component. Yes. And I love when they go ahead and give a third option you didn't offer. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's, that's a trick they like to use. (laughs) They do. And it's, it's truly them working to exercise their power and their skills and their negotiation skills and how can they win skills. And it's a good thing. It can be frustrating for sure, but also recognize it as a good thing. At one point, especially when they're negotiating, remember back to the time that all you wanted them to do was say mama. And oh, now, totally. now they're talking nonstop. So try to allow yourself some perspective and also allow yourself some grace and permission to go, you know what? I'm doing a really, really good job parenting. And even though they don't want to eat the sandwich, that's okay. I'm still doing the best I can and they're still doing the best they can. And one sandwich for sure won't make or break your kid. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Um, And then the, the, the tip that I always forget, the most important thing is use of repetition. And um, I am the type of person that, jumps from one new thing to the next and I get really excited and forget Mm. to do it over and over and over again. And this is literally the most important thing for children uh, during the early years of development. That's why they watch the same movies over and over again. That's why they sing the same song over and over again. Um, And so explain how we can use repetition and maybe uh, even if you have some ideas on how you can manipulate your own brain (laughs) to remember Mm -hmm. because I'm terrible at repetition and, and remembering to be consistent. Repetition. I I love repetition. Repetition is really good because it offers results. It breathes results. It's helpful because your brain likes repetition. So when it comes to learning something new, allowing that repetition of it to really keep going on. And um, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I think it was, if you're asking your child, you there? Oh yeah, I'm here. Sorry, my oh, phone's okay. doing something weird, but it, it fixed. Okay. I got a, um, I got an alert that it was time to do the podcast with you. <laughs> thank you, phone. <laughs> Half hour late, but you're fine. <laughs> Not so smart Sorry. phone, are you? <laughs> right? Ha ha. Um, when it comes to repetition, your brain really likes repetition. And this is also why, and your brain also really likes melody. This is why those nursery rhymes are so catchy. This is why songs stick better than just hearing a word or, you know, think about um, that monotone, Euler, Euler, Euler. That's very boring. It's not as activated until it becomes funny in your brain. With right. repetition, offering structure to your child, offering repetition will help reduce the chaos when things are transitioning because they know what to expect when it comes to repetition of words or sequences or information. It's a really, really good thing to allow repetition because they're not going to learn it on their first try. You actually have to keep reintroducing it. This is why we offer when your child is learning or experimenting with new foods, this is why you present it so many different times because at first your brain's like, what? And it doesn't necessarily, it's unsure of what's going on. That repetition lets your nervous system get used to that information and to process that information and to understand that it's not a threat, 
and that it's okay and that it can get comfortable and find routine, find stability, especially when it comes to learning a new word or learning new words or learning new, new contexts. It's truly important to keep offering that repetition so that they see it from different angles or that they hear it from different ways, especially when you're introducing a new word. You know, when, um, when we're offering a new word such as bye, so let's say, let's say bye, okay, wave bye, bye, bye. Notice how many times I said bye. That repetition is really, really helpful. So we need to allow them to repeat something through our introduction to it. If we say, say bye, they're going to go, huh? It doesn't mm -hmm. understand. The brain doesn't understand right away. And that's okay. That's very normal. When we repeat it, when we offer that consistency to it, that's what's most important. And in time, the brain will understand, ah, okay, I can, I can do this. I can do the activity or I can say the word. And it's creating those neural pathways that are truly important. When we offer it just one time, that's not enough. We really need to offer those neuropathways that time to process, that time to wire together, and that time to fire. It's, it's truly just how our brain works, and it's a good thing. So keep repeating information. And even if you're going, well, I repeated myself five times. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. You're gonna have to do it a million keep more, my friend. Offering it, that's okay. Yeah. Keep offering it. Uh, it's funny because I actually just had a thought about something I had talked to my son about, and I was like, clearly I've explained that, and I was like, mm, eight years ago, I need to go over that again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that he might remember that. That's probably not good enough. Once is probably. Um. So, uh, yes, I oh, I cannot agree more. Mm -hmm. Um. And as someone who forgets, uh, I, like I said, those calendars can be game changers to theme the day. So if you just need mm -hmm. to, like you said, if you need to work on one word, like is bye-bye, um, you can theme the whole day bye-bye. You know, you can constantly make um, dolls say bye, and you can make the dog mm -hmm. say bye, and you can make the pillows say bye, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Just constantly doing it over and over will be, oh, it's so cute to watch their little brains expand. They're so great. I definitely agree with that. It, it, it's pretty adorable. I completely agree wholeheartedly. And to really find, especially when you're you're not sure. So let's say you have a three-year-old and you're like, how do I make this fun? Ask your three-year-old. Totally. How can we make this more fun? Children are naturally curious. They're naturally wanting to grow and to get into a variety of different things. If you don't know how to make something fun, ask your child what else should we add to this? How else can we make this more fun? And they will come up with something. What might we add to make this even better? When you add that energy, when you add that question, when you talk about excitement, children will naturally find ways to make things more fun. So if you don't know, that's okay. No problem. Look to your children. They will absolutely help you with that. They're learning, experts. They are experts. And learning happens when it's fun, you know, totally. it's not necessarily this structured sit down, you know, we have to learn and we have to read in this focused way, make it fun. Especially if you're, you're introducing books, always have books around, let your children explore. Reading is such a beautiful, beautiful thing in our world. So allow them to be curious about the things that are out there. And if you're trying I, to find, yes, oh, sorry. 
Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to tell you that's a good segue into the reading tab because I found under the reading tab um, such wonderful like games and word games and rhyming because you're right because books are gold and they're wonderful and they should always be available to children even if they're gnawing on them and ripping them. I don't even care. <laughs> as, as long as they're in their hands, I don't even care. Just be comfortable holding a book, my beautiful little baby. You know, I love so. that. I love that. And as somebody, as you have written your own books, which are absolutely phenomenal, I, I did, I did absolutely purchase them, and they're beautiful. So, in case anybody doesn't know that, our lovely host and podcast brilliant woman, she is also a author. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, but I absolutely love finding ways to make books fun. Make it a connection. And if you don't know what your child is interested in, that's okay. Go to the library, walk around, go to a bookstore, walk around, go to a used bookstore, let them play, let them explore, find ways. If they're not interested in sea animals, that's okay, no problem. Find something that they're interested in and let that lead the course. If they're more interested in dinosaurs, woohoo, let's go look for dinosaur books. Find ways for them to have positive experiences with the things that they're going to be learning. So in this case, they're going to eventually learn to read, create those positive experiences with letters, create those positive experiences with books, create those positive connections with you reading so that they know that it's a good time. It's a fun time. It's not a, oh, I have to do this time. It's a, yay, I get to do this time. Totally. Um, and one of my favorite things to do with children, especially if you have a child who's like, I hate reading. Reading is lame because sometimes they will do that. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't have to read. You can look at the pictures. It doesn't mm -hmm. even matter. I don't care. Um, as long as or you can honestly, you can teach them how to build a fort with books. If you need instructions, I will show you. <laughs> but mm -hmm. um, you can do anything you want with books that you don't have to force the reading part. It's mm -hmm. so looking at the pictures is just as good looking trying to figure out what's going on in the photo without any words that's fantastic for their brains it's awesome um and so anyway. yes just books are so dreamy mm -hmm. <laughs> um and so again i want to point out that on the website betterspeech.com um it's i, I want to say it's just like this really awesome black hole of knowledge every time i click on a link <laughs> i find something new um, and in the reading one, it took me to like rhyming games. It took me to games that can um, take the words physical for the kids. So like if your kid, again, if you have that kid that's like reading is lame, um, which I totally have one of those, um, you can physically do games like jump every time I say this sound or, you know, every time I say the word run, you run so that it's it. physically making um making them connected in their brains yeah. and that can be that can uh, in fact one of my children when i read to him would only pay attention if i let him take a stick outside and just like beat the crap out of a bush and it was the weirdest thing but he had to physically be doing something and then if i asked him the questions about what we were reading he got them all correct but mm -hmm. if he wasn't physically doing something he wasn't paying attention at all and so like those games and things, I, I keep saying game changer, but it's really, it really can be something that revamps your parenting and your relationship with your kid, which is the most important part. Because if you have no, if, you know, if you have a good relationship, they trust you mm -hmm. and you guys can learn together and grow. So it's just win, 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 win. I'm just happy about it. 
I love, mm-hmm. I love that it's out here for people to get because um, it's gold, golden. So beautifully said. So I think we hit our mark and we're amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let you close out the podcast with um, all of your information and links and um, where people can find all of this awesome stuff. Thank you so much. It was a phenomenal spending time with you, Katrina. Absolutely adore you. Um, you can visit us. It's at mutual. Better, <laughs> you can visit us at betterspeech.com. We're also on YouTube and Facebook and TikTok and Instagram and all those social media links of which I feel like they'll probably be in the show notes. But um, yes. feel free to reach out to us if you have questions and you would like to speak with us, betterspeech.com. If you would like us to to create specific content for you, please don't hesitate to also let us know, especially leave comments and we will do our very best to tailor our information specifically for you. You guys are superheroes. I love it so much. Mm. As are you. Thanks. Thank mm. you for joining me. I, I, I oh, adore you. I adore this company uh, and I can't wait to share um, and maybe even have you back for some more stuff. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Katrina. You stay well. Have an amazing rest of your day. You too. Bye. <laughs> Bye.